What's up, you fucking nerds? We talk about wrestling, we talk about music, and we talk about what makes the world a shitty place. So if you don't like swears, and you don't like controversy, and you don't like other people's opinions, then this ain't the show for you. So no head? Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I'm Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas. And uh, I gotta say, for me personally, it's been a pretty fucking cool week. Dope as Uh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, wrestling has been good. That's been great. It's it's been good for a while. Uh, But then, like, work hasn't been terrible. And then when I get home, I've been doing some fun shit. Like, I got to watch wrestling and then a basketball game. And then nice. yesterday, I got to um, work on some my on my video stuff. That was for a fucking interview with Paul London that happened last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was huge for me. Um, and then after that, I went out for Thai food in Boston, and I got to see one of my favorite bands, the world is a beautiful place. I got to see them live. <laughs> the second okay. time, you were there the first time. I was there the first time at the Sinclair. Big show the first time. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the bands that opened was called Gates. They're from New Jersey. They were like that perfect uh, blend of like post-rock and like aggressive alternative. Nice. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of... Uh, of like some of the bands that we used that we used to see in the scene, like shot heard around the world. Yes. It was like like they flung their instruments around. They used the feedback, the headbangs, and it was like a wall of sound. I love that. That's fucking cool. But how how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, just working. Tired a lot. of shit. Just working, making that yeah. money. I heard that you've been uh, watching Dragon Ball a lot, trying to keep up with it all. Oh yeah, no, I'm trying to catch up on Dragon Ball Super, um, just so I can watch the new Broly movie, which I heard was good, which is impossible because Broly's involved. But <laughs> which one is Broly? Which one's that? I don't. He's a he's a big. I, I know some people, but I have no idea who. He's a movie is. only dude. Uh, he wasn't okay. ca- he wasn't canon until very recently, but he's like the big fucking big dude. If you if you saw him, you'd know. Oh yeah, I'd oh, probably know if I saw him. I just can't put face to name in my head right now. A big, long, big green hair. Oh okay. Fucking giant. I, th- I think I know who that is now. Then. Yeah. Yeah, because like I know Dragon Ball Z not too well. I know the people for the most part, mm. but I I've maybe seen two or three episodes in my whole lifetime. But I have enough friends that know about it and post about it that I've come to know which person's which. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm sure it'll help me out if I decide to dive into it. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's that person. That's, uh, it's definitely one of my favorite anime slash manga. Yeah, I'm like, I want to dive into that, but then I'm like, I'm going to dive into One Piece. And I'm like, one fucking, like, twelfth of the way through it. Uh-huh. America, like, oh, man. Dub hasn't even catched up, caught up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
kind of brought it up earlier, and I know that you definitely have a soft spot for this. Mm. Uh, I said, the band that I saw last night reminded me a lot of a band from the scene that's no shot longer together, the shot world, yeah. around the world. Um, and I'm like, well, there's so many fucking bands. You were very in like into that whole thing along with me in our heyday. Oh yeah, uh, back in the day. Back when we were young. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Later on, we're going to be taking a look into the future of wrestling. Why not look at the past of the music industry? Oh, um, yes. I know personally, I've been listening to a lot of uh, local bands on Spotify lately because Anchor Lines just put up their entire catalog on Spotify. Oof. Yes. So I've been listening to them a lot. Now give me Spies uh, Like Us. Yeah, Spies Like Us still goes pretty hard. Sonnets is lie. not on Spotify, and it's a fucking crime. They're not? No, Sonnet. I, they're only their... Oh, Sonnet, okay. Yeah, only their, right. uh, only the Breather EP, and like everything after the Breather EP. Nothing before. And I'm like... And I was like, you said that, and I was like, <laughs> wait, Spies isn't on there? I, was, I never no, listened I'm... to them on Spotify. I always look at... Um, YouTube and shit. Oh, yeah. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised, but that is kind of surprising. No, I just want their first EP up, so Sambo, if you're listening, put it up. Yeah, stop making reggae tracks and fucking throw up some spies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the weirdest transition I could have But it's of. working! There are people... Yeah, he, he's so good at that. Like, I was... Uh, somebody that has no connection to New Hampshire music show like tried to show me that and i was like i know that guy like <laughs> i was like i've met him like b- b- a lot before he was <laughs> oh shit casey you're really gonna like this reggae artist that i found online yeah and then you're just like yeah he was the guitarist and backing vocals for a metal band that i liked yeah like <laughs> oh shit that's joe <laughs> good for him oh that's so weird because uh, because um, uh, not only do I really miss anchor lines, but uh, I was looking through old flyers and I was like, two bands that I wonder whatever happened to them because I don't think they've ever officially had a last show. Yeah. Um, was Constructs? Oh shit. In Caulfield. Yeah. They were some of the heaviest fans. and most unique metalcore bands in the area. And then just one day I woke up and there's I'm living I'm living in a world without them. I know it sucks. I do something where it's like a festival where it's just nothing but local bands that haven't been around together. Just do one night where they all come back. Yo, that would be fucking amazing. I love that. Um, Like once every five years, so you don't have to like get everybody together all the time. Yeah, exactly. Put put it around fucking Thanksgiving and like. Everybody will be Family's in the home. area anyway. The like... family's back together for the holidays. Exactly. <laughs> Do it once a Family's year around too. Thanksgiving or Christmas and put it on a Rocco's. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Or like, what the fuck is it called now? It was Rocco's. The and then it was like <laughs> It was like El Patron after that. Yep. Or there, it was like Mexican food in the front, dance hall in the back, meth in the basement. Exactly. <laughs> and then, ah, uh, then it became like some like family-owned like diner or something, and now it's just like an abandoned lot, I believe. Yeah, it's literally just an abandoned building. So somebody There's needs to scoop that bands. up. Like somebody needs to scoop that up. I'm just saying. 
Casey, quick, pick three local bands that you want to come back together, and then one headliner that's still together that can headline the whole thing. Uh, give me that ballast that spies like us, and and Aspira. Okay, yeah. And then the I'm headliner. Thinking, the headliner thinking, could be. Oh, headliner! Sorry. Yeah, the headliner could be martial law, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, I want that tour package again, once again, Anomia. And Widow Sunday mm-hmm. to come back together. Uh, I want to throw uh, dismantle the cyborg with them. An old yeah. like, but this will be like a like nearly twenty year old lineup. <laughs> and then I'm going to put uh, fuck. I threw this out here with no game plan. Now I gotta now I gotta think on the spot. <laughs> Do it up. Okay, Dismantle the Cyborg, Anomia, Widow Sunday, and a band that's together still. I want to see uh, Body Snatcher. Oh, yeah. That could be fun. So we, so we have all these different kinds of like death metal, and then we got that band that's very topical and really big right now to headline the whole thing. Yeah. That is sick. That would be fucking uh, amazing, actually. Yeah. Dude, oh, so many good times. I can just remember just out front of a good old-fashioned family-run Christian venue, plastered off my ass, throwing up in a bush, playing ukulele in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Or going to going to Rocco's and about waiting outside for somebody to open the doors for me to see some bands and somebody getting shot across the street. Yeah, it was a great time. Dave giving me a free t- ticket to a show that I was definitely not going to attend until he gave me the free ticket. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm still kind of mad, and it wasn't my own fault because I didn't realize it until the day before. Mm-hmm. That was at a show. Uh, I don't know if it was in Manchester. I think it was in Manchester still. Mm-hmm. But then Rocco's was holding Foxy Shazam. Oh shit! That was like, had I known, I wouldn't have fucking went to this show. Exactly. Bought tickets to that one. Exactly. Damn. Fucking. Damn. 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 I sold all my tickets. All right. Here's like. Seven bucks. <laughs> Dude, I just made you like 40 fucking dollars. Give me more of that. <laughs> um, so, as we transition from that, like, there's there's been a lot of uh, things involving wrestling. We're gonna... There's no smooth transition from that to this. But, uh, wrestling has been a thing that's been in the news a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not for good reason, unless you're watching AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere else, it seems, it's just a giant pile of negativity. Ring of Honor, I said it in a uh, last episode very briefly, but uh, they got rid of their entire roster. Yes. Nobody knows... What the hell is going on? Nobody knows the future holds. They don't know if they're going to have their job back when Ring of Honor comes back. Yep. They have a couple shows that they are that they have booked right now. And once those shows are done, it looks like everybody that was under contract with them is done as well. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stupid phone. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Um... But they're like they just left like Dalton Castle, Bandito, all these other people, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have found their way. GCW, I know the Briscoe brothers uh, have 
five dates booked with GCW at this moment. Mm-hmm. And Dito just hooked up with uh, three more dates. Shit. Um, Brody King just had a couple dates booked with GCW. Like, there, there's some talent that is coming into GCW. Oh, yeah. So it all matters. Like, is AEW going to sign some? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that would is be Impact the obvious gonna choice. Impact going to sign some? The obvious choice would be AEW. But. Ideally, yeah. Tony Khan like, has that's gone, where everyone's going to want to work. Tony but. Khan has gone on record saying he doesn't want to scoop up every talent that gets released yeah. by another company. I think Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham would be good choices to bring in. Oh, yeah. And I think Dalton Castle would be a good person to bring oh, in. Oh, Dalton would be a, a fantastic fit. Because you got... You got Jay Lethal, who has the ties to old Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. where a lot of these other people who were there before. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm from your past. We can rekindle this magic. Then exactly. you got Jonathan Gresham, who's still a younger talent for the most part. Oh, yeah. And he's a technical wizard, so that'll help out with the technical aspect that they've really been pushing. Exactly. And Dalton Castle is just fucking made for TV. Oh, yeah, 100%. What are the boys doing these days? Do these boys have jobs? Give them jobs. <laughs> uh, I, Some... I mean, the original boys, the Tate twins, are just all over the indies. But whenever you see Dalton Castle, the, the boys change. Oh. They're never the same. Give them the boys. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you have, like, Brian Johnston and... Uh, Give them have, jobs. Like, they need to be uh, fed. One other person, and they'll just be putting all the masks. I'm pretty sure, like, Danhausen did it once without his face paint on. Nice. Yeah. Boy Resourceful. <laughs> Twink housing. <laughs> yes! Very nice! Very Twinkie. Yes. <laughs> mm, twinkies. Mm. Um, um, but I feel like WWE is trying to be like, you know what? You're going to release your entire roster. Who can play this game? <laughs> because, because they just released, like, Everybody who was substantial in NXT. Yep. And then a couple people from the main roster. I have a list. Right Jesus here. Christ. Um, okay, I'll start from the bottom and I'll work their way up. I don't think they're they're like in order of like big, like how big they were or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, Scarlett Bordeaux got Oof. released. Ooh. Uh, Frankie Monet, aka Taya Valkyrie, he got released. Jesus Christ. The one person who could have fucking just held that woman's division in NXT, they let her go. Um, yeah, duh. Like, it's WWE. I'm kind of happy about this next one, though. Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Now we get Biff back. Exactly. Uh, but, like, I just don't understand the mentality. I don't get it. I mean, you gotta pay Dwayne the Rock Johnson somehow, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was like, oh, we have all these talent. You know, it'd be better. If we didn't have talent. <laughs> Dwayne. But who doesn't have talent? Fucking preschools. You know what? Also, are have preschools a lot of colors. What we're gonna have colorful place in NXT with no talent. What Boom. bothers me is that it's a multi-million-dollar company, and they just got a huge payout from Peacock. How do you not have money? Why are you making budget cuts? 
the day that they released all these people, they posted on uh, social media saying that they made like two hundred and sixty-eight million dollars uh, this like this quarter or something like that. Fucking what? And then they're like, "Oh, budget cuts. We're getting rid of people. We don't have enough money to pay them." And it's like the only person that you were even remotely paying like at all that amount of money was like, either Terry and Cross or Nyla Jax, <coughs> who are also on the list. Yeah. I mean, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado left. Uh, Harry Smith, the son of British Bulldog. Yep. He he came back, had like three dark matches on the road, and then got released. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, how is there any job security in WWE? There isn't. Oh, unless you're like an NBA star, a former football player, a cheerleader, or a model. Let's you're, be you're real. You're not going to get anything because they want to build them. They want to form these super athletes out of poop and be nothing. like, "Boom! You're you're a new star. Fuck this other guy that we looked at and said this guy has potential." And then they brought him in and got rid of everything that gave him the potential. And one then was like, "You know what? You're not good enough." Let's face facts. Unless your name is Joe or Paul, uh, you have no job security. <laughs> What if your name is Paul Joseph? Paul Joseph? I might get you some points, but we'll see. Joe Paulson. We'll see. I'll get that man a contract! Like, fucking Triple H must be so disappointed. My name is Polly Jojo. So disappointed. I'm head of talent relations. Let's watch all your pet projects uh, make somebody else money, said Vince. But I'm like, I'm really confused though because the word on the street is they don't want to deal with independent wrestlers anymore. Yep. Like they they don't want to deal, and I'm like, some of them are safe because they effectively rebranded the shit out of them, and that now they're they're like perfect for WWE, which I get. Yeah. Austin Austin Theory, great for WWE. It's what they're looking for. He's doing a good job. He's TV ready. He's predators. Safe. He has their <laughs> style. Um. They're looking but, for predators. Oh, Austin Theory. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then you got, uh, I was going to say Karrion Cross, but then they fucking canned him. Yeah, what the uh, fuck? Yeah. Um, you did a bad job with that stupid, stupid gimmick we gave you. <laughs> but now it's really weird because, like, didn't they just sign a developmental thing with MLW, and don't they still work with ICW in England? Uh, It's been a while. I haven't heard, um, but... Why work with them if you're not going to utilize indie wrestling? Uh, infinite jobbers, my dude. <laughs> Here comes Keith Lee. He just recently got fired. Now he's on the independence again. We're going to bring him back in so we can lose again. Yep. Oh, man. Now you're getting it. <laughs> I don't want to be pessimistic, but you motherfuckers made me pessimistic. Fucking stupid. If there's anything you want to look forward to in wrestling right now, it's gotta be all elite wrestling. Yeah, fucking killing it every week. We've been singing the praises of them since they started, essentially. Some might we've call slowly... us marks. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, we've been pr transitioning from 
WWE and NXT being like, yeah! And now we're just kind of like... Were we ever like, yeah? Were we ever like, yeah? For NXT, we were. For, like, one month in March, April, we're like, yeah! (laughs) And then the rest of the year... And now now we're just kind of like, those are things. (laughs) Yeah. It's never been like, oh, yeah, no, it's been consistently good for, like, a couple of months. No, you get March and April, and then maybe July, August, if you're lucky. (laughs) If you're really good, we'll make SummerSlam good. (laughs) Impact is doing really good, but they don't have the platform. Yeah, exactly. AEW is doing really good, building storylines, putting out great matches, showcasing talent, and they are growing number by number, week by week. And they have an event coming up right now. I believe it's tomorrow night. Full gear! And the lineup is completely stacked. Oh, yeah. uh, did you grab it, or do you want me to grab it? I have it up right here. Hold on. Uh, okay. Let me see. I got it. Because uh, right. what I want to do is I want to uh, go down the list of matches and kind of give our uh, our predictions, if there's anything that we want to throw in there, anything of excitement, or if you have any questions, because... I know you haven't really been able to watch too much. Yeah, I watch when I can, what I can. Yeah, so if you have any questions, I'll do my best to answer them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure all these matches, you and I will effectively be very happy with. Oh, yeah. Um, first on the list here, we have AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. Kenny going in as the champ. Uh, brilliant story that they've been telling over the last, since AEW started uh, with hangman and kenny uh i'm very excited to see what happens here because that's uh it's gonna be a fantastic match uh yeah they actually uh not rampage but on dynamite last uh nights ago yeah Yeah, today's friday two nights ago on dynamite they had uh, a contract signing between Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Hangman Page signs on the thing and he cuts this beautiful promo saying like he deserves this moment. He's going to take Kenny Omega down and Kenny Omega just like sat back as the heel he was and kind of laughed it off. Mm. And then the cameraman in the corner revealed himself to be Don Callis. And Don Callis is back and he just like sucker punched uh, Kenny Omega. Oh, not Kenny Omega. Um, Hangman Adam Page, and then they signed Kenny Omega's name on the contract with Hangman's blood. Nice. Great visual. That's great. Great heel versus face storytelling. Um, it's going to be hard for me to pick because, you know, now Don Callis is back. Oh, yeah. Um, personally, I would want to see Hangman win um, just to pay off the storyline that they've been, you know. Yeah doing uh but i can definitely see kenny taking it but my odds are on hangman yeah i think i agree with you i'd like since it's going to be the last thing of the night you need a good payoff for that big of a story and that big of a uh pay-per-view well uh, caveat uh it all comes down to really who wins danielson and miro right if miro wins Hangman's definitely going to win. But if Brian wins... Brian wins, it's going to be progressing a different story that they were building at the same time. Yeah. 
So, okay, yeah. not a lot of balls in the air here. Yeah. My balls are on the couch. Um, yeah. My <laughs> um, balls are think... on Kenny Omega, said Kota Ibushi. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta erase the board uh, for that one. <laughs> Casey did it. Casey did it this time. The board's I already erased. <laughs> We'll just, we'll just put a permanent marker on there and just put zero. <laughs> so we know it's going to happen. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Can so we talk Miro about wins, that? Are we allowed? <laughs> um, if Miro wins, uh, yeah, I believe Hangman's going to win. But if Brian wins, I believe it's going to be Kenny. Dude, for some somehow. That's why I have, like, no definitive answer for either of these matches. Uh, uh, there's also, if you watched... Uh, AEW's social media, there was a video that went out mm-hmm. where Rocky Romero was on the phone while he was hanging out with best friends. Ooh. And then was just like, hey guys, uh, Okada wants to know, if, uh, wants you guys to join Chaos. Yes. And then they're like, yup. And they're like, okay, cool. And then he just like walks off. And then so that means they're acknowledging Okada in AEW. Which There's means a he's chance coming. that Okada could hop over for a cup of tea. Oh, I'm down for that. I'm down for I'd that. I'd like to see, what if we get Okada versus Omega versus Brian Danielson? I would fucking nut. Like, yeah. It would look like that meme where Randy Marsh is just like covered in jizz. Oh, everywhere. yeah. No, that would be me. Like, oh, so spooky ghost. All right, next match we have AEW's right. Women's Championship, Britt Baker, uh, DMD, the champion versus Tay Conti. Uh, I don't think Tay Conti is going to get this. Oh, hell no. No, Britt's winning for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think they need... After this, I think they're going to try to progress the Chris Statlander story again. Yeah. And then Chris Statlander is going to be the one that takes it off. And then in 90 days, Ember Moon's going to show up. I I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't <laughs> be mad. It's gonna hit, be great. Uh, hit DMD with the O face. Yes. Athena's back on the, on the fucking block and she's gonna kill somebody. Athena's fucking here! And then, uh, we already talked about this one. Uh, but Danielson versus Miro. Uh, it could go either I way for me. I personally think Danielson. I per- it might be Danielson, but then you run the risk of angering a lot of your fans because you've built up the storyline with Hangman Page. We'll see. What I would like to see is Brian Danielson wins, but Miro, being a bad sport, attacks him after the match mm-hmm. and puts his spot at possibly being in that title in jeopardy, at making the uh, storyline a little more up in the air and also giving Miro more heel points. You could do that. And then Hangman could still win. But then it would be a shame if Kenny Omega's rematch turned into a triple threat. <laughs> Yo, AEW, holler at us. We got some booking we want to do. Come out here with the fucking Brian Danielson triple threat meme in 2021. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, could go either way. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Oh, Let's go. I mean, if you haven't seen the videos popping around of Eddie Kingston just telling a story about CM Punk, I'll try to send it to you later. Yeah, send me Beautiful. a couple of those. 
uh, because Beautiful. I'm looking forward to this match because I like Eddie Kingston. I love CM Punk. Uh, I think Punk's taking the dub here uh, simply because undefeated. Yeah. Uh, I personally think Eddie Kingston is going to be a real underhanded tactic. Yeah. Just to show the desperation and how much he wants to hurt him. I mean, he could heal it. Uh, Punk would be a DQ. But Eddie Kingston doesn't care because Eddie yeah. Kingston is Eddie Kingston. So that way, Punk is protected, and you get Kingston his heat. Yeah, I'm hoping Eddie Kingston gets it, but I know either way you look at it, Kingston's going to have the last laugh. Exactly. 100%. Um, then we have the Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Team. Oh, yeah, and Dan Lambert's got to be on American Top Team, so he has to fight finally. Yep. Uh, uh I haven't been as invested with this storyline, but I like most of the competitors involved, so I think it's going to be great, and I think American Top Team is going to take it. Yeah, I I want American Top Team to do it, just because I like when uh, people set up everything, and they're like, here's my plan to take you down, and then everything backfires. Exactly. I love that shit. But at the same time, uh, Inner Circle has been kind of on the losing side of all these big, like, 5-on-5 matches. Yeah. So I kind of want them to get it to redeem themselves, because they lost the last big. I mean, it seems to me like they're kind of doing, like, a reverse NWO with the uh, Inner Circle. uh, Where they're not always together, but they're always a thing. And they don't win all the time. And I like that. That's how a stable should fucking be. Uh, I'm just going to go on the other side of things and say Inner Circle. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it could go either way, but in my heart, I want Inner Circle to win. Yeah. And then we have the AEW Tag Team Championships. The Lucha Brothers, the champions, versus FTR. Um, fuck, that, this one's hard. I know. Especially if you've been watching it, because they, they got swindled in order to win the titles. Yeah, they and then FTR has also been getting their ass kicked in matches. Yeah, like they've been doing good in the matches, but they've been getting worn down. I think this is going to be FTR's time. Okay. Especially since they're they're holding the AAA Tag Team Championships. Oh, they're gonna double title it. Double double them up. Yeah. Young Bucks the shit out of them, so that way when you're building towards Young Bucks versus FTR two. They have more of a reason to say, we're on par with you. Yeah, Young Bucks didn't give FTR, like, anything in that feud. Like, FTR was just kind of like, we're going to face you guys. And then Young Bucks were like, here's all of our stuff. And then FTR is just kind of like, oh, we're in the ring. Exactly. Like, I I mean, Uh, I think that's why why it's, uh, this is a year-long build, I think. Okay, FTR, yeah, I can can see that. It's long-term booking. FTR loses the loses the first one loses the first thing with the Young Bucks, has this whole year to do more shit and gain more accomplishments, and this right here is going to be them winning the AW Tag Team Championships. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Got a couple more matches. Exactly. And then uh, next we have Darby Allen versus MJF. Heated. Rivalry. Darby Allen goes over, and I want to say he goes over clean. Yes, uh, that's what I'm also saying. With how heated this rivalry is. You have him undefeated, 
in singles competition. And then you have this whole story where he's seemingly getting the best of Darby Allen. It'd be a really good redemption story and also help solidify Darby Allen as a top player. Exactly. Having him go over. Especially since MGF he... is still over as fuck. Yeah. That not no loss is gonna hurt MGF right now. So I'm with you. Darby Allen wins and he wins clean. Uh and then next we have Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Super Click. Uh, Jurassic Express wins, but there might be some Super Click shenanigans. Yeah, I feel like uh, if on Dynamite, uh, Jungle Boy got attacked by Bobby Fish. Yes. And then Bobby Fish was shown backstage with Adam Cole and Super Click. Yep. And they they were kind of like, "This is my buddy Bobby," and they're like, "Oh yeah, we know him." But he's cool because you you can vouch for him. I feel like this There's might no be dispute. a way that he can he can jump in there too. Exactly. But it's a false count anywhere match. It is. Yeah. Oh shit. So they can rumble in the back, and then Bobby Fish can just come out of nowhere and attack one of them. But I feel like I feel like Super Click's got probably. But, but Jungle Boy is going to be the one that shines in this whole match. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, with the Bobby Fish thing, that's really planting seeds early for Kyle and Roderick Strong to come over. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, Kyle's only got, like, maybe a month or two left on his contract. Yep. Yeah. How long not is, impossible. How long does Roderick Strong have? Uh, I think just before everybody else got released, he re-signed. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> he, he's, I think he's got, like, another year. Shit. Or something close to it. That sucks. I think there's only one match left, I think. Uh, that's the end of this list. Okay, uh, because I also remember seeing it's going to be the Bastard Pac and Cody Rhodes facing off against the team of Malachi Black and Andrade. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe They've been doing something lately where uh, Pac and Andrade have a feud... Mm-hmm. And uh, Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes have had a feud. But Andrade has been paying uh, Malachi or doing something with him to help him in his quest to uh, fuck with certain members of the roster. Oh, well, shit. So it's going to be... A, I, I don't know if this is like a team now or like part of a faction that they're building, but they've been playing their role really good. And I think uh, Cody Rhodes and Pac are going to win it, though. Yeah, I agree with that. You only eat shit sandwiches so much before you finally get to dine on steak. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Okay, um... Yeah, from there. I, I know I said going forward we only want to do one musical break. So, uh... Let's, uh... Let's just transition to the questions, and I think then we're good. Oh, hell yeah. I'm about it. So, um... I'm going to do questions second... We said that we want to do a overrated, underrated thing, and people gave us some options. Let's do uh, it. We're going to try to go through them. They might, some of them might not be so cut and dry. Cool. We'll, we'll see. Let's check it out. Uh, I'm, this one I know came from Cat. I don't have the names attached, attached to them, but Cat uh, Gerard says, Christmas stuff starting in November. Underrated. I love Christmas, but I don't love the gift part of Christmas. I want I the aesthetic. 
The second Halloween ends, it's Christmas! Fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck Thanksgiving. Look. I'm thankful for shit. Yeah, you know what I'm thankful <laughs> for? Christmas. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Christmas starting in November, underrated. The more people hate it, doesn't deserve the hate. Underrated. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the N64 console. Oh, super underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Though GameCube is my favorite all time. N64 set the tone for everybody. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, I remember who asked this, but uh, they said pickles on burgers. Uh, rated exactly as it should be. I love pickles on burgers. I don't know anybody who eats uh, burgers without pickles. Love them. Love them to death. Yeah, I'm... If you had said I'll bread, with you on that. It's properly rated. Yeah, I mean, if you had said uh, bread and butter pickles, I would have been like underrated. I love bread and butter pickles. Oh, me too. I get hate for that. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> I said I get hate for that. My wife peeks around the corner and gives me a face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like bread and butter pickles. On sandwiches. Oh, yes. I like, I like dill pickles on my burgers. I could go either way. Like. Okay. Uh, this one was actually asked by my wife. She says, Hanson. And Hanson. Hanson? Underrated. Very underrated. People only know them for Umbop. Mm. But they have like. And, and by the way, Umbop. A lot deeper than people think. They think it's all like, mm, bop, shit, bop, bop, do, bop. But then you look, into the lyrics, you look into the lyrics, and it's talking about, like, some dude having a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. How, like, life is fleeting and shit. And I'm like, I never realized that as a kid. It's deep as fuck, dude. And then they have a song called Think About Something, and that song goes fucking hard. So Hanson, vastly underrated. Underrated as fuck. My sister was obsessed with Hanson growing up, and she had her whole room, like, as a poster collage to Hanson. Nice. Like, her door, her walls, her ceiling, everything, and I, it was, like, a headache when you walk in there. I feel that. Um, I've, I've never seen that in real life. Ooh. <laughs> um, someone asked, Rob Zombie Horrors. Some of them underrated. Uh, I, did Rob Zombie do the, uh, prequel to Halloween? Uh, remake. Okay, so he didn't do the prequel, though, the one where he's a kid. Uh, no, that's not a prequel. That's a remake. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't remember that one. Okay, then I would say Rob Zombie Horrors, every, all of them aside from um, Lords of Salem are overrated. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I will think agree Lords with of Salem that. is really good. The only one that's rated exactly as it should be is Halloween 2. His Halloween 2 is trash. <laughs> I I haven't really I don't remember liking the new Halloweens that much because I I retained nothing from them. Yeah. So I can't say if I liked them or didn't like them. Mm -hmm. Um. Next one is the band Slipknot. Uh. Rated fucking perfectly. Uh. I will say rated perfectly up until like the last two albums, and mm -hmm. then I think the last two albums are overrated. That's fair. It's one of those bands where if they would have stopped while they were ahead, they would have just went down as legends. Uh, but now it's like, 
you're still kind of going, and now people aren't going to know your old stuff. They're going to know your new stuff, and all, that whole reputation that you built for yourself mm. is going to go away in, in so many years because the people that remembered you, like, are not going to be around anymore. Yeah, I feel that. And I got a little too deep on that one. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> deep dive. Um, the movie 28 Days Later. Underrated. I think so too. I think that one and like all the people, all the movies in that genre, people don't talk about them enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was like one of the first that 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 brought zombie movies back to the limelight. Other than uh, Romero's uh, Dead remakes. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't. I wasn't too big of a fan of the remakes, mm. but I, I I love the old ones, the black and white ones. Yeah. Um. Next movie. Hellboy. Hellboy. I don't know if it's as a series or just the Hellboy movie, like the first one. Uh, I would say that they're both really underrated. The first one's definitely better than the second one, but still really good movies. Visual effects are yeah. amazing. Hellboy, the first one, is really good. The second one, it's still pretty decent. Uh, I haven't seen the newer one where... Uh, uh, I forgot his last name. Um, the the newer guy. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, David Harbour. I haven't seen his. Yeah, I've... I can't I can't say if I like that one more or not. I ha I have no fucking clue. I forgot uh, there was even a Hellboy reboot. Yeah, I heard nothing but bad things, but most of the time I hear bad things and I watch it and I like them. Yeah, this wasn't bad. Like, uh, next the last two that we have. Uh, next one is the movie Gremlins. Ooh. Perfectly rated, uh, Christmas classic. Yeah, I think that those series of movies are really good. Uh, Gizmo is my fucking dude. Exactly. And I, I love that movie. I love the first one. The second one, what I remember is really good, but uh -huh. I, I don't remember it too vividly. Exactly, exactly. And the last one for the underrated overrated. Mm. And this is going to be where we differ a lot. Yes. A day to remember. Perfectly rated. Um, last album wasn't great, uh, but everything else really holds up. Um, a lot of their material that when it was released I didn't really like, I start to like, except for the new record. I don't like the new record. Uh, but I... everything after they left Victory is also really good. I like their older stuff a lot more, but I was never really a fan of them. So yeah. by proxy, I'm going to say kind of overrated because I never got their style. Yeah. But I don't like their new album, and I do not like the song that they did with Marshmallow. I actually really like that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, that ends the underrated overrated. We have four questions. All That's right. it. Hit and some it. of these, I believe, you're going to have an easy time talking about because some of them are things that you hold dear yeah such as what are your top five favorite horror films top five favorite horror films Ooh, shit um for me it's got to be um halloween nightmare on elm street uh friday the 13th all the originals yeah friday the 13th okay. uh part part uh fucking four the final chapter uh okay. And then you gotta give it up for um, 
The Conjuring, the first one, and then my number one is Hereditary. Okay. Uh, as oh, you and know, Scream. I'm not a, I'm Fuck. Not a... honorable, honorable mention Scream. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched that in forever, but from yeah. what I remember, I did really like it. That, there's too many. Too many. You can't, yeah, I can't I, narrow it down to five. I have weird ones in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think any of them are really ones that most people would say. Mm. Um, but I only put the ones that I know for certain that I like and that I know for certain I remember a lot of. Oh. So, of course, number one, which is my favorite semi-horror movie of all time, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Of course. And it's not technically a horror film, but it, it, it kind of fits that. It if can, not then, it, then where? It's in the, it's in the genre. Ah, next one, the original Candyman. Ooh, yes. I haven't seen the new one yet. I really want to. Um, Candyman, you scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Next one, I never hear anybody talk about, but the first Wishmaster. Yo! Okay. The The, the moment where he's just like, I want to be a free man. I want to walk out and just come... um, through these bars and be be on the other side and be a free man. He goes, your wish is my command. He just sends his body command. through the metal grates into a pile of flesh on the other side. Oh, like, great. Fuck, that was good. Um, last two, uh, Leprechaun in Las Vegas. Wait. Leprechaun in Las Vegas, he went to Vegas? I don't know what the name of it is. I think it's Leprechaun in Vegas. I'm going to look it up right now. Because I know Leprechaun uh, in the hood. <laughs> Leprechaun 3. Leprechaun 3, yes. Okay. He no, Las he did Vegas. go to Vegas in that one. Yeah. He, uh, he had somebody get electrocuted from fucking a sex robot. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, shit. That one's just so good. There's like an Elvis impersonator. Like, the whole movie is just insane. Oh, man. But it's, it's so different because you've never got something like that in a horror movie. Oh, got yeah, teenagers no. running away and people getting stalked through the woods and shit like that. But this is like, Leprechaun's not stalking people. They're finding him, and then he deals with them. And it's also set in, like, casinos and shit. Oh, it's, uh, I just love that as the Leprechaun series went forward, it got more and more ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Leprechaun in the Hood was fucking ridiculous. Leprechaun, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. He has the whole entire like pot of gold growing the dude's stomach. Yes. That's, that was weird. And uh, number five for me, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre number two. Yes. Texas like, Chainsaw Massacre. Like the one that's slightly more funny? Yes. Yeah. I didn't like it at first, but the once I was told to not look at it as a straight-up scary movie... And look at it more of like just an entertaining movie. Exactly. I really appreciated it every time I watched it. And that's that was one of my favorite. I mean, that's how you gotta look at a lot of slashers. Um, mainly the mid to late '80s slashers because they just get yeah. so ridiculous. And I always have fun watching ridiculous slasher movies. Yeah. Um, Ami asks. Why is Die Hard the best Christmas movie? Uh, because John McClane is a badass. Now said. I would say it's not because it's not fucking Santa Claus is coming to town to stop animation movie. Uh, listen, Die Hard, I mean, fair point, it's not a Rankin Bass, but like just under Rankin Bass is Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, fuck anybody who tells you it's not. 
I'm up in the air on whether it is or it's not, but I will not say it's a bad that would movie because like, I like that movie. That would be like saying that Jingle All the Way isn't a Christmas movie because it's about a toy. I feel like that's not a good comparison. Because, like, the name is also kind of, like, Christmas season. John McClane is trying to get home for what holiday? I feel like Jingle All the Way is just Die Hard with less dead. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, I'll say it's up there underneath the Rankin-Bass movie. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And Grandma got run over by the by a reindeer, even though that's only half an hour long. Um. What are your top five favorite kinds of potatoes? I'm just going to say uh, preparations, because I don't want to be like, oh, purple Yukon. Uh huh. (laughs) Oh yes. Um. Like favorite kinds of potato preparations. Uh, mashed French fry, scalloped. Uh. Fucking. I mean, you can feel free to say types of fries. Mashed French fries, sweet potato fries, uh, waffle fries, uh, truffle fries. Truffle fries are fucking amazing. That's five. Okay. Uh, for me, I say potato wedges. Ooh, potato wedges are good. Uh, mashed potatoes a second. Yes. Two string fries. I, I like it, like, thin and crispy. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Um, a solid baked potato is always going to be good. Oh, yeah. And then waffle fries. Yes. Good shit. Uh, and then and then to end it all, my wife asks, favorite side on Thanksgiving? Favorite side on Thanksgiving? Mm. Yeah. Let me get that. Let me just get some mac and cheese and green beans, Doug. Or not green beans, uh, baked beans. Mac and cheese and baked beans. Always Casey with the beans. Can't go wrong, man. <laughs> Um, for me, I if they got homemade rolls, I'm Ooh, fucking with it. Homemade rolls are great. Pigs in a blanket. Um, My family does pigs in a blanket every year. And uh, I know we do like sautéed green beans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either sautéed green beans or uh, our uh, roasted Brussels sprouts. That's, that's what we do over here. Nice. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, uh, I want to ask if we can do vegan kolaches this year. What's that? Uh, we had an argument about this. Uh, just look up Kalachi. Uh, K-O-L-C-H-A. It'll come up. It'll come up. Okay, hold on. I might I might have it. Oh, that's like the stuffed roll kind of thing. Like yeah, a, it's like, like a, a stuffed roll. Yeah, it's like a oh. hot pocket, but it's like a giant pig in the blanket, but with, like, cheese. Okay. Oh, there was a, uh, there was a, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives episode or something like that with, with a place that is kolache. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. I tried explaining it to you guys like a couple months ago, and you guys were like, that is just a giant pig in a blanket. I'm like, it's different. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember shit. But, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd oh, that'd be, nice. be amazing. Um, so, as we wind down, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you're looking forward to? Anything that you're uh, excited for? Uh, not really. I'll, I'll let you take this one. Okay, um, well, as of last week, I started doing stuff on the off weeks here, yes. because we are tied with the indie movement, and there's a lot of good stuff, especially coming to the end of the year when I'm doing the top 50 list. 
Yeah. Which is a fucking headache for me right now. I feel that. Um, <laughs> so I started doing the Indie Movement podcast. It's You can find it wherever you find this podcast. So Anchor, Spotify, it's on the same thing. It's every other week. Um, this coming week, we're going to talk about the GCW shows that are coming up. Nice. And I'm going to kind of run down what happened on XPW, most likely. They just came back. I don't agree with it, but I heard the matches are insane. Yes. Um, I know some people care about it, so I'm going to do that um, every other Friday. Um, Uncut podcast, as I said earlier, they had an interview with Paul London. Uh, podcast was really entertaining. I listened to it earlier. And next episode, I believe, they have the professor, Nick Harrison of oh, TikTok shit. fame. Oh, shit. I love yeah, that I get guy. to work on a video with him. I'm yeah, that's put dope. my music in it just because fuck it. I love that guy. He's fucking yeah, hilarious. Great dude. Great, great dude. dude. I always uh, enjoy yeah. talking to him. Uncut podcast, indie movement podcast. You can find us on TikTok at Bands That Slap. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at JPF Podcast. And you can find us on our website, JustPlainFilthy.com. Hell so, yeah. I play you out a hell of a song from a band that we reviewed a bunch of months ago. They are called Steel Shooter. This is their new song called Hate. <laughs>